When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Berwick BMW offers convenient servicing for your BMW with next day availability and multiple transportation options. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Been a bit scratchy here today. <laughs> oh my God, if you reckon it was scratchy then during the, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, what was it? The hurling. Mm. That wasn't hurling, was it? No, it was the yeah, um, what's it called curling. Again? Curling, not the hurling. Oh, you're, you're, Mate, you need some fairly, sleep. She's real scratchy out here today with Keithy just oh. having some issues no. uh, left, right and centre before no, we come on air. And we were one second away from the toys being out of the cot. Well, But it's all been uh, averted <laughs> and yes. uh, we are coming to you live from the magnificent surrounds at Moorabbin, uh, a.k.a. RSEA Park. Uh, here in uh, Linton Street, and uh, it is a windy afternoon, <laughs> but a magnificent one if you're a St Kilda supporter because uh, it, they have enjoyed what they've seen. Yes. A very powerful cohort of St Kilda supporters of the we are flanked by on our right. St Kilda fans like us. Well, hang on. The I've Saints. just noticed on. that the man that was on your network last night, Eric Banner, he's right there, mate. AKA Keith Dick. No, now, don't do that to I'm him. I'm not going to do that do, to don't him. Don't embarrass me. I will doing that not to embarrass him. you, but it is very nice to see him up on well, the balcony. He's here with Andrew Bassett, the uh, the president of the and, footy uh, club, and the man who owns RSEA Safety. So a, there's about six and a half billion dollars worth uh, of uh, capital. And when right I about six feet away from you, when I went to the cross <laughs> with uh, the pipe and I called it Moorabbin, he gave me the stink eye of all stink eye <laughs> and threatened to throw me out of the joint unless I said RSEA. You want to be, make sure uh, as we uh, as we come to you live from uh, this game of footy, it's half time. It yep. is half time here at Moorabbin. Do you want me to give Kilda. you the score? Yes, please. Seven eight fifty. That is in favour of the St Kilda Football Club, what as opposed to or well, they're winning. Essendon a two five seventeen. But mind you, it is a very very strong wind. Gusty, gusty windy conditions down here today. St Kilda took advantage of it in a dominant second quarter. We'll whip through bits and pieces for you. You can read up all about it because Huey Fitz is down here as a mad St Kilda man himself. SEN.com.au. Oh, You're going to be pumping about. out the copy that you'll be able to go to mm-hmm. our website after the game, read all about it. There may be some injury news regarding Marcus Windhager that no, uh, Huey... Huey Fitz will be all over. Okay, yeah, he will be. Well, apparently he's gone. Now, I know Huey said, Huey said, this is what the, this is what the rookie said. Right. The rookie said, hey, don't go with the Marcus mm-hmm. Windhager thing. I want it as an exclusive on sen.com.au. Right. I said, turn it up, you. You can write the story, <laughs> mate, and they'll read it. Don't worry, you'll get your clicks. What's, uh, what's the injury? Well, apparently he's hurt his hand, and my mm. uh, information is that they've taken him off for scans. So right. uh, that's the situation that we find ourselves in right now. Huey's just spat mm. the dummy. Big time, absolutely yes. big time. But that's the only downside for the Saints so far. They have absolutely been magnificent. Uh, and just further to that mm-hmm. Windhager injury, yes, uh, it is the same hand. Um, it's that he hurt his hand in this game last year as well. So uh, maybe this time next year, mm-hmm. Marcus Windhager, sit this one out, brother. 
you're not playing in the interclub game against the Bombros. No, I, I would suspect that anyone with even the slightest bit of injury issue or a bit of pain and suffering, you can have a spell and uh, they go through the motions. But Andy, what, we yep. were, I was tailing the pipe. We were here last year for this exact same game. True that. This is this joint is packed. It's packed. It is packed. And it's, uh, there's a buzz and excitement. I don't know whether you got to hear a little later than I did, Mate. but there's an excitement around the joint. Couldn't get a car park. People up and about and really excited about the prospects of the Saints this season. So, uh, And there's a lot, of, a lot of Essendon fans have made the journey here to RSEA Arena Football Park, Moorabbin. Uh, to enjoy and check out their team. And so you want to get a, that's 100% right, everything mm. you just said. The Saints are marching into 2024. Don't worry about that. Join them with a five-game membership for only, a hundred, for only 150 Hang on. A five-game membership for only 150 bucks. That's right. very good value. Is that right? So. 150 bucks. Search Saints membership mm -hmm. for more info. That is what you've got to do. Saints membership. Search it. And there'll be more info there waiting for 30 you. 30 bucks a game. Paddy Dow's going to join us uh, on the uh, other side of our first break. Uh, very, very keen to uh, talk to the new Saint. Why well, isn't he having a run today? Uh, he's got a bad knee at the moment. So right. we'll, get, uh, we'll find out how, uh, how he's progressing uh, on the rehab uh, from that. Brett, in the meantime, is in Mentone, which is just around the corner around the from corner. where we are in Moorabbin. Yes. Uh, and he wants to uh, join in the conversation, as you can on this Friday afternoon. We're mm -hmm. just going to chuck the lines open. We've got a few bits of piece we've got to do, but... We'd love to just talk to people Let's do it. on this Friday, Arvo. So if you want to join mm -hmm. in, just get on the blower and uh, have a chat. You call, you get on? Well, that's pipes, yeah. but uh, we'll, we'll follow suit. You call and you're a very strong chance to get on. That'll do. That's the modification I was looking for. <laughs> Good afternoon to you, Brett. Good afternoon, Andy. Uh, I'd like to guys for a second. Hello, Brett. Uh, G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah good, Brett. It's a little tough to hear, but we'll give it a, we'll give it yeah, a go. Hopefully, Sergey can do something about that. Yes. But yeah, go on. You buggered up. You, you buggered Andy yesterday with your APS. Dave didn't continue, pretty much continued in the same vein when he uh, fronted the front bar last night. I think he might have done a, an, a little bit of an oops with your mate, Luke Longley. Oh, yeah, oh, yes. mate. A complete cock of himself. Yeah, Justin yeah. Tatum going to join us. It's well, about Justin, this interview. I know, but not no, about the Celtics. But just don't overdo it. Yeah, That's don't overdo it. Well, you just stop Be me. professional. It's on you. Just back That's on you. professional. Just and a Don't be a fanboy. Just between you and me, have you got a good feeling about Boston and the and the title this year? Do you feel like Do you feel like this is going to be he's our big, year? He's a big fan. Just, do you feel like this is going to be our year? Please make him welcome, Luke Longley, everybody. But the most storied part of your career, of course, is being part of this ridiculous Boston Celtics team that was probably the greatest sporting team <laughs> on the planet. That's what I say. He's in Boston, Boston Celtics. Oh, God, it's <laughs> I would have thought the uh, I would have thought the the, the, uh, the the word on the jersey would yeah, have no, given it, it away. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought the bull's head would yeah. have given it well, away. Well, no, it's clearly where my allegiance is lie, and it's a delight to have you here. But it'd be great to have Larry Bird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely. Oh, well, yeah, that's a big get. It's completely. Oh, well oh, well you well. have lost the plot. So yeah, no, that was bad. Brett, Brett say a, a, a no, huge, no, massive slip up on my behalf, mm. and I apologise straight away to Luke. But so Brett just, just did he have all that queued up for us? Did he? Oh, he must have. Yeah, it just think, sort of went to Brett. And I think his name's Brett to Stoop. He's right. the brother of Julian to Stoop, our uh, our erstwhile uh, producer. Right. Hulio just had that ready to go. So um, it's a little slip up. Uh, but how was the big fella? No, how was Luke Longley? What a beautiful human being. Horace Grant. What a beautiful human being. No, he is. Being. He's a fantastic fella. And you know what? Sam Pang hit the nail on the head last mm -hmm. night. Yeah, you know, Luke went into a sort of semi-reclusive type 
arrangement, you that's know, it. At, at one stage of but his life. But that's how he's always been, by I the understand way. that, yep. but, he, but he talked a bit about that last night. And he said that, you know, circumstances have led him to be sort of becoming a bit more Open. public and, you know, being out and about again. And Sam, at the very end of it, said the world's a better place, Luke, for, mm. for you being more profiled in it. And so great to have you back. Thanks for coming on the show and all the very best. And 100% spot on. Yes. He is a beautiful, beautiful human being. Yes. And your man, Horace Grant, mm -hmm. said that about him. He said he's never met a more kind-hearted person That's true. than Luke Longley. Well, well, if you want to see Luke Longley, go on to YouTube and check out the Australian story. It was a two-parter. Beautiful story. It was a magnificent... Uh, uh, overview of his career and his contribution to uh, the Chicago Bulls which is highly significant and if you saw the last dance you would think that he was not even involved but that did not reflect his contribution and uh, if he's they've got a tour going on right now yeah, with Scotty Pippen. The No Pippen, Bull Tour. The No Bull Tour so if you're keen to hear more about Luke Longley, Scotty Pippen and of course Horace Grant you should uh, jump Spot on the on. NBL website and, and uh, go along and See if you can uh, hear some of the, the words of wisdom that go beyond just the team stuff and Spot all the, the salacious set. stuff, but also about the leadership of it all. And love it. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Love it. Love it. Uh, we've got basketball, netball, footy, quizzes. We've got everything on the uh, agenda today. Uh, plenty of time for you to join in. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 It is uh, the tradies out for Ace Gutters. Ace Gutters, Australia made build to last. We wouldn't be here without the good people from Berwick BMW. They offer convenience servicing for your BMW. With next day availability and multiple transportation options available, let us get a break out of the way when we come back. Uh, more from him and Paddy Dow to join us as well. Beautiful. Great to be with you this Friday afternoon. We are coming to you from a packed RSEA stadium. Packed. We used to call it Moorabbin back in the old days. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Keith, it didn't look like this back in the old days. I was talking to the pipe about it. Absolute mud pit. So if you're a midfielder back in the old days at St Kilda, you knew your legs no. were going to be pained by the end of it. Ploughing through the uh, the Merry Creek uh, mud in the middle of this ground. It is pristine these days. It helps that they don't play too many games of footy here anymore. They train here, though. And a man who is hoping to play hundreds of games of footy for the St Kilda Football Club has been good enough to join us up on the VIP balcony, mm -hmm. if you don't mind. Patrick Dow, uh, formerly of the Carlton Football Club, now of the Saners. Uh, lovely to see you, young fella. How are you going? Yeah, thanks for having me, fellas. Um, going very well. It's good, to, it's good to watch the boys in action today. It's what a bit windy, you, but yes. yeah, it's not what, too bad. What have you noticed? Give me one or two takeaways from what you've noticed of your new teammates so far today. Uh, I found just that second quarter, we were very good. It was playing a front-half game. Um, they were trying to get it out, but our back six have been playing very well. Mm. Yeah. And, and the 75 not win going against them yeah. didn't help them yeah. either. Or, I'm not trying to diminish. Well, both, no, but both sides have got access to it, and the Bombers I'm weren't able to put saying. it on the board in the first, and Dow's mob were, were able to take advantage were, of it did. in the second. They did. But um, uh, how do you, when you're watching this, are you do you watch it with a, a scrutinising and a scouting type perspective, or are you just watching it and enjoying the footy? Uh, I've been watching it, just enjoying watching the boys, because I haven't watched a lot of these boys in action. I've watched them briefly last year, but... Um, it's been good to sort of watch them a lot closer now Now that I've been playing and mm. training with them. So so how long until you're out there? We know you hurt your knee a couple of weeks ago. Uh, give us the update on that. And if you've got any timelines in front of you, um, let us know what they look like. Uh, the timeline I've put now is three to four weeks. So hopefully um, hopefully that tracks well. But I think um, they're open to anything different, whether it's going well or worse. Yep, so yep, yep. we'll go forward. Well, was, it, what spe do? specifically did you do? Uh, so I had an incident where um, I've twisted my knee and... It's caused bone bruising. Oh. And the bone bruising just was pretty was pretty bad. So um if you keep training with bone bruising it just gets no, worse. Good. So just yeah. 
oh, just to ease it and rest it. My mm. my snouts told me that they, they were fearful that there might have been some ACL type arrangements uh, <laughs> damaged. Did that you was, did I, you fear that at the time? Yeah, I think I I was the one because I had never had any issues with my knees, so I um. <laughs> I sort of scared oh, myself a little bit there, and um, I didn't know what, what to expect when you do do an ACL, yeah, so yeah. I just thought the worst straight away. And what type of, when you look at this, uh, what your role? And, and is it going to be similar to what you've done in the past? Has there been some changes since you've coming here and what the expectations as far as your actual role with this group is going uh, to be? Yeah, role will be midfield and um, just using my strengths to play in this team and um, hopefully complement the other midfielders in here. So I think it'll be pretty similar. And, uh, yeah, hopefully um, work hard and get in the team and provide that. Do you notice a, a significant change from what you were doing last year when you come into a new program in the way they go about it? Is it, is it noticeable or, do, you know, that by and large things are pretty similar no matter where you go? I think a lot of the teams are trying to... They're all trying to do the same thing. There's a lot of trends in football. But um, the way Saints play, it's, it's a little bit different to Carlton in a way that they're... A very strong running team, Saints. So they've got a lot of like high-end runners, and um, they're really good on the outside and also on the stoppages. So yeah, there's a there's a marginal difference, but I think a lot of teams are trying to do the same thing. Give us your early impressions of uh, being a professional AFL player, being coached by Ross Lyon. Yeah, Ross, he's a very good man, Ross. He, um, <laughs> I had a, I had a few chats with Ross last year throughout the year and um, got to know him, mm. but. Um, as a coach, he, he definitely Coaching. knows. He definitely knows when to arm. Um, what time? What, just before you keep going, at what stage of last year did these <laughs> yeah. conversations with Ross start? Mm. So probably back towards the end of the year. Okay, right, that's right, all right. Yeah. Okay. And um, nah, he definitely knows when to <laughs> when to really like take it easy and um, have a like have a good chat to you, but right. then also zone in and be a coach. Is he? Is he? They say that. He's a previously, master, master coach, by the way, of course, and a wonderful oh, human being. Well, we didn't have really overly <laughs> glowing words to say about you when I ran into him, but nevertheless, they say that he can be very direct with his feedback. Uh, have you noticed that? Um, it hasn't been. I haven't noticed it really like too much the last this year. Sorry, yep. but um, yeah, there's been a few times he's had a little like some boys have had little clips and um, at the right times and probably deserving, but um. I haven't been on the receiving end yet, but I'm, I'm sure it'll come. Mm. And how, how do you go about settling in? Like, you, you're much loved at, at the Blues, and you've got great friends here, and they'll be friends of yours for the rest of your life. But now you've got a new bunch of teammates, and you're going to make a whole bunch of new friends. How do you go about winning their respect, getting to know them, them getting to know you, settling into the new environment? What, what do you do? Yeah, well, once, um, once everything sort of was going to take place, I, I know a few boys, I know a handful of boys that I used to play under 18s right, with. Right, so, yep, yep. Uh, Ben Patton, Hunter Clark, uh, Jack Higgins. And, um, yeah, caught up with them a few times over the off-season and then uh, was training with a big group of them just to get to know them before actually day one happened. So it just made that transition a little bit easier. Yep. And then once you're in day one, you're in there every day, you get to know them very mm. quickly. Like, you're going out for lunch and dinners and everyone yep. sort of gels. Well, I've just, yeah, this is the first time I've really met you and I've seen you and admired your uh, resilience, I'd like to call it. So uh, well done for all that you've been through so far. Oh, well, thank you. What's that? That's very profound. No, it is. That's not so Because, you know, only through Andy, of course, because he just absolutely adored you. <laughs> and he was, was a, bit stalky and a, little, <laughs> a little disappointed when things weren't necessarily uh, going your way. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, you, you live out in Fitzroy. Now, yeah, not out. You live in Fitzroy. Well, you live in Fitzroy, yeah, Fitzroy yeah. North, which from here is out. It's a fair way away. Well, yeah. Is that um, present any challenges? 
Uh, I haven't found it much of an issue so far. I felt like it's it's a little little drive in the, in the mm. morning, but I don't find it an issue. I'm, I'm from Swan Hill, so I'm used to driving. Ah, there you go. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah you've got a lot of uh, miles in you. But, but Andy, yeah. the thing about it is it's very bohemian out there. I get the feeling that, you know, it's a bit sort of... He doesn't sort of look... No, I don't want to stereotype. Oh, you are stereotyping. <laughs> I am. I am a little bit. You asked why doesn't he look like a Fitz? He's got the he's got the white socks and the oversized T-shirt. Right. He's got a bit of Fitzroy hipster sort of yeah. kind of groove no, going on. True. Here. Yeah, no, fair enough. So you're still living with um with Walsh and Setterfield? Yeah. So with Walsh and Setterfield at the moment. Uh, hmm, is that Mac, a bit Mac, Matt Kennedy used to be in there, but he's got uh, married. He's yeah. just moved in with his wife. Yeah. So, uh, would have been a bit awkward had the wife moved in with you, yeah, mate. So I'm yeah. not sure she would have been I, happy with that. I think <laughs> you, when she's your wife, you move in. With yeah, her. No, I think yeah. you got to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, no, nah, it's been it's been good. It's well, a real foreign legion type arrangement. Setterfield here, he's playing against you mobs, t- you mob, t- your mob today. Obviously, you're at St Kilda and Walsh at Carlton. Do you talk much kind of footy? You know what's going on at each yeah. other's clubs? I've, I found it very refreshing um, getting home now that I'm not at the same uh. club with these boys. I can actually just. There's something to talk about. Sometimes when you're with them every, all day, every day, you get home and you're just like, we've done the same thing. I've seen you all day. There's not really much to sort of go on. But you get home and there's, yeah, everyone's had their own little stories of the day. So it's, mm. it's been refreshing. It's good. Well, Setterfield's got the footy in his hand as we speak in the middle of RSCA a Stadium looking to pump the Bombers inside Ford 50, which he does. Big pack develop. Oh, out they come. No mark can be taken. A young Harris uh, takes a big fly and we'll have a ball up 40 metres out directly in front. <laughs> Well, anyway, I mean, Andy, Harry, Harris, st- Harry Jones. I've got a guest here. I just wanted All to call a bit of the footy. <laughs> Do you feel like you're... Sp- I mean, on your, as you you move forward, obviously, yeah. now, so the time for reflecting is probably gone, I would have thought, for the time being. But did you feel like you did absolutely... Gave yourself every single opportunity to make it a Carlton that you could possibly have done? Yeah, I think last year sort of... Uh sort of tipped it over the edge in terms of I, I gave it the best crack and I had that back half of the year where I was... Good. Um, I sort of thought I was playing... Yep. Yeah, you had some so, cracking games. Um, and then um, a, few, a, a, a couple of midfielders come back and they sort of just squeezed me out again after I was still okay. So I just thought, oh, it's probably, it's probably due time for a fresh start. Mm. And, um, yeah, and yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. So it's been, it's been good so far. How, how do you feel... Did you... Like from the outside looking in, it seemed like you coped with it magnificently. But was it generally frustrating for you? Uh, yeah, it was frustrating. But I, I feel like um, if you get too frustrated about those things, it, it's probably going to affect your performance. So mm. it's just to um, control things you can control and um, let everything sort of take place. I, I don't want to well, put you in a spot of, you know, don't answer this question if you can't. But the, one of the bikes you're living with, he's got a bit of an issue with the hammer and tack at the moment. We're led to believe the old... Sam Walsh back. Yeah. Is he uh, is he getting around the house okay? Can he bend over and get stuff out of the veggie drawer in the fridge, or do you, <laughs> is he that immobile with his back issue that uh, he's mm. got a Zimmer frame I at home and uh, you blokes are bending over and putting his socks on for him? <laughs> I think these games, Walsh, he, I don't think he needs to show anyone what he can do. No, so we don't. Sort of, <laughs> we, everyone knows what he can do. How, no, how is he? Is he no, moving around or right at home? No, he's, yeah. he, he's going well. It's I think it's just sort of one of those things, like with. I mean, it's just like bang the nail on the head and get it done. Yep. So there's no issue at all. He, I think he's fine. He, he's he's been around the house fine. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't, he didn't play this game. He might be playing the next one. Yep. But, Gee. Um, yeah. Oh, Andy, you gave a report when you saw him out at uh, when you went out to Icon Park and you 
You said it, he was not looking. No, he's just doing some slow mobile. run. There's some slow run throughs, Andrew. I don't right. know. You need to okay. put too much mayo on it. You know. Well, I'm not. But you came in and you were who's, very agitated. Who's, hey, who's knocked oh. your socks off at St Kilda? Who, who, who have you got here and gone? Gee, I didn't realise he was that big, or I didn't realise he was that quick, or didn't realise he was that good. Is there a bloke mm. here who's really sort of caught you by surprise? There's the there's the obvious ones like Callum Wilkie. Jack Sinclair, Jack, uh, Jack Steele, Rowan Marshall—they've they've all impressed me like straight away. But um, I feel like the ones that sort of don't get recognised publicly a lot is yep. Tim Member. He's had an unbelievable yeah, preseason. He's a good player, isn't he? he? Yeah, he's an absolute gun. Like his defensive effort, defensive efforts, and um, also being able to attack kick goals mm. is unreal. And, and mm. uh, Hunter Clark—he's yeah. had an unreal preseason in the midfield. So. He's been training really well. And uh, Riley Bonner actually started like, Riley Bonner. very well today he as well. He did, yes. But, um, yeah, he's, he's been going very well up half-back. So. Mm. Now, I notice you've, you've come in here and uh, you're not wearing the, the St Kilda kit in any way, shape or form, which is unusual. Well, don't when get you... him into trouble. Well, I've, well, I'm sorry, but uh, he's not. Uh, but <laughs> you, you've got the, uh, the golf uh, shirt on. Are you a keen golfer? Yeah, I've been loving golf. And on the St Kilda... I've, I came in 7.30 this morning, cross-trained, yep. and oh, it was too far to go back to Fitzroy North and back to get a St Kilda kit, so I've, I've, I've ran with this. Of course. Yeah. Well, you're looking, you're um, looking slick, so <laughs> good luck with your knee, uh, and good luck once you're up and about again and back in uh, harness. Good luck with everything uh, that sits in front of you for 24 and beyond, mate. There's going to be a lot of people who are barracking for you, so you all the very best. Cheers. Thanks good on you. Thank you. Paddy Dow good luck, Paddy. Uh, joining us up here on the VIP balcony Fine, young at man. RSEA Stadium. A score check, St Kilda 9862. They lead Essendon 2618. So into this 75 knot an hour wind, uh, the Gazy's reporting. Uh, the Bombers keep, uh, well, the Saints keep batting, uh, piling the score on. I'm not sure it's exactly that. Windy. You know what I mean. Nice work, Nance. Very nice work indeed. Uh, as I've said, we're here at Moorabbin. Uh, it is a blustery uh, afternoon here for the St Kilda Essendon hit out. And very positive stuff for the Saints if you. Uh, if you're thinking about getting on board, it's a good time to do it. Search Saints membership uh, for a whole lot of info about their five-game membership for only 150 bucks. Do not be caught uh, napping here. Do not be caught napping here, no, Gazy, because this is a footy club going in the right direction well, and a course. footy team that is playing here. Mm. Some very encouraging football. And, you don't want to be uh, caught without a seat. Uh, of course not. And uh, if evidence of what we're seeing here at, uh, in this practice game, it's all looking good both on and off the field. No question it's, about uh, that. It's packed. They're playing an exciting brand. And uh, there's a lot to look forward to if you're a Saints fan based on a quarter, a half and a bit of footy pre-season at if, that. If you, like, if you like the look of uh, Mitch Owens last year, I know this is we're, we're just going through our paces right here right now. This is not the real stuff and stuff, and we'll step it up next week and then the real deal starts thereafter. But he has done enough in this game this afternoon to suggest that whatever he produced last mm. year, I think you can expect there to be a significant spike in his performance mm. uh, uh, and, and lift in what he can do. For sure. Uh, based on what we've seen this afternoon, he's been very impressive. Uh, yes, and just off the footy very quickly, because we'll last Andy night... And Andy's got a question for us in a moment, so we'll get to that oh, after this. Okay, because last night, uh, the Australian basketball team played against Korea in, a, in an important qualifying process for the Asia Cup, and they defeated Korea. But Andy... Yes, boys. This was a, a lot tighter yeah. than I thought. They trailed it by as much as 13, I think, in the second quarter and it was looking very shaky and there was a dominant last 
quarter where Australia overran them. But it was a, uh, an interesting one. Nick Kay, who will be a part of the uh, the team that's going to go away in um, in France. He led the way with 21 points. Shot it at 50%, if you don't mind, and the 12 uh, rebounds went a long way to... Just give me... Uh, the, there were six or seven first-timers who suited up for the Boomers yes. last night. Give me two names who you think... Well, okay. Based on what you saw last night... Of the well, first I'll give you three. All right, give me three. I'll give you three. Josh Bannon. He's a young man. Uh, played for Blackburn in, throughout his junior career. Went and played college basketball. Now with the Brisbane Bullets. Hugo Garcia. Big, big boy. And uh, he did well. He, he, I thought he did really well in this one. He had 11 points, I believe it was. And it's just first time playing right for up. Australia. Yep. You got DJ Vasiljevic. Yeah, of course. Now he he let it fly. Five of nineteen, Andy. Unconscious. That's not very efficient. He had his fourteen points. And and a player that plays with the, the Perth Wildcats, Ben Henschel, he had the, he also had I think it was fourteen. Mm-hmm. I should know this, but he, he had enough. A couple of handfuls. Uh, I like him. He's yep. a young player who uh, I think that's got a lot of upside, and. Just ones, if you're looking for those ones to look out for in the future. So what do we end up Rocco winning? Rocco Zakarski, of yeah, course. No, you said now. three, now you've mentioned four. <laughs> what, um, how, I don't want you to go through all of them. I just wanted you to give me three. Okay. And now you're going to, I know, you, I'll, give you, I'll give you an inch and you take the mile okay. and you'll mention them all now. No, so I need to stop you and don't think that I'm being rude, folks, at home, because we all know what he's like. Um, what did we win by in the end? We won by 13 Thank points, right. 84 to 71. Brian Gorgian in the paper yesterday, came out and was very strong and, and, and in a polite way trying to say that there needs to be some alterations and greater care given to the scheduling because he sees a time when these uh, Asian teams that we have to play against to rep, to go to the World Cup or get to an Asian Cup, yep. that uh, they are fully focused right. on on this, Andy. And I thought it was very strong that Brian Gorgian would come out oh and say God. that is a shocking shank. Sam Durham is just a shank. He has absolutely shanked it. Like it was among from 35 out. He's kicked at 17 metres. Right. And it's gone 45 degrees off the outside of his boot from the set shot. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that is uh, not exactly what you want to be seeing from one of your potential prime movers uh, in 2024. But anyway, he'll bounce back. He's a good kid and we like the look of him. Let's get to uh, Andy in Terrelgan, who has jumped on the Odie Cologne at 24 minutes to five, four. Uh, Andrew, how lovely to hear from you for our regulation Friday brain bender. Uh, hi, today, Andy Gazy. How's the footy yeah. going so far? No, the it's Sa- Saints really have been, good. Yeah, Saints have been very impressive so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really good. I'm watching it on KO myself. <laughs> Not, oh, well, nice. It, you're a big bomber. You're a big bomber man, aren't you, Andy? Yes, I am, Andy. In my heart, my red and black trash in my heart. Well, don't get too despondent on based on what you've seen so far. There's a long way to go in season 2024. <laughs> Benny Mackay just, nice mm-hmm. just takes a nice intercept mark and flares it out wide, and the Bombers are going from uh, one end of the ground. Uh, Andy, can uh, you just, what, what's oh, your question for this week? Andy, really looking kick. forward to this one this week. Yeah, the Yet again. Said. Okay, my question this afternoon is. Yes. If we had a Soda Opposition playing AFL this year, Stay name me a captain and coach. Oh, okay. South Australia, Western Australia, Allies, oh. and since 2000. Oh, gee, that's, 
Oh, the, so since it's a two, lot to work with. So in the 2000s, who'd be the best captain-coach combination for the uh, state of origin, uh, Ryder? Clarko Hodge for Victoria. Yeah, tick, take that. You happy with that yeah, one? Yeah, I'm happy with that. South Australia. What about uh, Pavlich, the captain, and uh, Choco Williams, the coach? What okay. about that? Happy with that? Riley. I haven't done enough yet. He hasn't done enough yet. Western Australia. Uh, Pete Cripps. Yeah, well, I'll take that. Pete Cripps, captain. And uh, Johnny Warsfold. 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 Yes. Coach. And what about the Allies? Uh, we'll go with... What about Chris Fagan yes. and Lenny Hayes? Jeez. What about that? Chris Fagan and Lenny Hayes. Beautiful. Yeah, Tassie. And, that is well uh, done on the fly Wales. by you. Thank you very much. Because oh, I just... Uh, the brain went really quickly there, and, and, and it didn't come up with anything. So Mitch Owens, by the way, has mm. uh, taken a mark. He's going to go back almost directly in front. We'll just ride this home with his prodigiously gifted young saint <laughs> kicking into the breeze. Uh, it's a bit right to left at the moment, but this young man, uh, he could be a real prime mover for security. Mm -hmm. He comes in from 30 metres out, as good as directly in front. Oh, of no. That's a shocking kick. <laughs> That is a dreadful kick. That wasn't a good kick, was it? That wasn't a good kick. No, that was no good. Straight off the side of the boots. Straight through for behind. 22 minutes to four. We've got to get to the break, Keith. We're here for Ace Gutters, Australia made built to last, and Berwick BMW. Yes. A quiz is happening today, right now. It is. On the other side of the break. Oh, is it? And it's all about St Kilda, apparently. Well, we're down here. We might as well. Why not? You're a Saints fan? Or just a footy fan who knows a bit about St Kilda. I reckon you're going to... Yeah, that's true. That is true. Have a go. Have a go, and you've got prize to give away. So all oh, of that. Oh, my word. one If you want to have a crack at the St Kilda quiz, get on the line right now and get in the queue. This is a beautiful sound, Andy Mark. Diddle it, diddle. So it's time for the St Kilda quiz. Gazy's just run the quiz by Young Hudson well, here, who's up here on the St Kilda VIP uh, balcony. And he's nailed it. He's nailed it. he's uh, absolutely killed it, the young fellow, me boy. Three-quarter time here. St Kilda 10-9-69, all over the Bombers 4-7-31. And as, oh, a quiz, as a quiz master, w there is a fraternity that um, uh, of quiz masters that are out there. And I just want to say that David King... Should ne and the competition that they run in the morning, they run a quiz. It was an abomination. It was just putrid, oh. and it just needs a complete and total revamp. Oh. So if you're looking for real quiz action, Friday is the place you need to, to be, Friday Whoa. Arvos. And not only that, boy, do we have some prizes. A Samsonite Marcus Eco backpack valued at 249 bucks. if you don't mind. I don't mind. 18 holes of golf. For you and a mate with a cart, get 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just $99. That is value. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. And, well, if you're going to go play some golf, you need some gear. A $150 golf box voucher thanks to Golf Box, home of the biggest range of golf balls. And I'll tell you what, Andy, if you want a really cracking golf ball, the Mizuno Golf Ball, it is significantly Underrated, a spectacular ball that I just won the comp with on uh, Tuesday. Forty-two points. If I haven't oh, told you that already, no, you have told hey, us, it's yeah. a rare is rare day. Uh, let's start. Thank you very much. We're going to start now we're, because we're uh, on a, a a shorter show today because yeah. we've got to go to the cricket. Uh, only got five questions. If you answer the fifth question correctly, you're going to get that whole suite of prizes. Nice. Fantastic. Let's start with uh, Aaron in Sky. Oh, well, that's interesting. Good afternoon, Aaron. What's your name? Yeah, that's right. Good afternoon, Aaron. gentlemen. 
Hello, Aaron. Now, Aaron, this is how it is, and this is not just for your uh, advice as well. Everyone that's going to jump on the quiz, you've got five seconds and five seconds only. Andy's got the stopwatch out. We've Ready. got witnesses all around us to, to just... Uh, <laughs> cracked a tinny. Uh, we've got witnesses here, so it's all above board. Five questions. Are you a St Kilda fan, Aaron? He coaches the club. I, I am. Excellent. Well, Who is it? Bondi. They said they're not appealing. <laughs> I send back the emoji thumbs up. We'll move on. Aaron's the bike who rings up and does the Ross line. Oh! Just for those who are interested. Oh, okay. Yes. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> You're quite branch, huh? Let's just uh, see how you go and right. check your St Kilda knowledge. Question one. Away! How many best and fairest did Tony Lockett win as a saint? No, need to be quicker than that. As Chris is in Mickleham. Good afternoon, Chris. Yes, it is Friday, Chris. Yeah, it yes. Is. Hello, Chris. Oh God. Happy Friday to you, mate. Hey, happy Good. Friday, my friend. Get a ring on. Hey, how many best and fairest did Tony Lockett win as a saint? <laughs> no, 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 no. Easy. A little high. Steve's in Auburn. Good afternoon, Stephen. Good afternoon, mate. How you going? Ah, we're flying yeah, along, Steve. Uh, Steve, I no. hope you're a St Kilda fan. What is going yeah, on? Yeah, I am, mate, too. 1987 and 1991. Question two. What a player. Name St Kilda's three. I need all three, please. All three leading goal kickers in 2023. I'll have to go... Jeez, good question. Max King? Mitch Owens? No, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. You cry, you cry. Steve, let's go to Cameron in East Bentley. Cam? Yeah. Cam? Yes, Cam. Can you name St Kilda's three leading goal kickers in 2023? Uh, Higgins? Yes. Oh, oh, shouldn't... Mm. Bang, bang, and a bang. I, Higgins... I, I allowed the five yeah, seconds to exceed them because he started answering before the five seconds and, and didn't pause on the way through. So that is why I allowed mm -hmm. the extension. And that is just, that's why you're the best in Thank the business. You. Thank you. The best scorekeeper timer well, in the business. No, no, well done. Well 30, done to you, Cameron. 36 to Higgins, 33 to Butler, and 28 to King. Question three, I think it is. Ross Lyon has coached and killed that to how many finals victory? Three. No, I am sorry, Cam. Like it's the stupidest Jake... thing I've ever heard. No, it's a very sound question. Jacob's in Knox. Jacob. Hello, boys. Jacob. Uh, Jacoby. No, that no. is incorrect, Jacobs. Just, just noticing the big ice pack on the back. Seemingly on the back of Josh Battle's knee. Okay, just right. don't snap the momentum of the quiz, please. Whoa. Darren is in Baldwin North. Oh. Good afternoon, Daz. Sorry, Huey. Oh, Read all about it. SEN.com.au. Daz? <laughs> Daz? Yeah, Ross Lyon has coached and killed it. Yes. Gotcha, Daz. Ross Lyon has coached and killed it. How many finals victories? Um, I'd have to guess, but I'd say five. That's a good guess. Well, You're man. spot on. Oh, You're okay. quite... 
That's well done, all. Well I well love it, Daz. Well You're up Des. and about. Well done. Uh, question four. <laughs> You're two away. Freezing two more here. correct answers. And you're taking home all the prizes. Only two St Kilda players have won the Rising Star Award. Who are they? Um. Oh, Nick Well. No. Your call. All right, keep going. Okay. Keep going. Yes. Oh, yes, Dad. Rewald and... <laughs> no. No. Oh, so now everyone's just babowing. Well, they've got they... one. Peter's in Ascot Vale. Who's babowing here? Is it people in the studio or is it me? You are babowing them. Well, then I'm getting Julio saying he got the first one in when he didn't. But anyway, Okay. Well, in the studio, just let Andy babow with you. a babow. Thank you. Pistol Pete in Ascot Vale. G'day, boys. What's the hey, we got so far? Pete, only two St Kilda okay. players have won the Rising Star Award. Who are they? Uh, Rewald and Krasinski. Bang and bang. bang Justin Krasinski in uh, 2001 and Nick Rewald in 2002. He's a beast, Mitchell. Now we're down you. to the money question. This is it. All the prizes on the line. The tension. I tell you, you can... Cut a knife, please. You're excited. Very, no, Feel his nipples. That's right. very tense and very cold. It is. It's freezing. Yes. Which current... <laughs> it, Pete, this is it. Which current Saint is due to play his 250th AFL game this season? Ba-ba. Uh, Sorry, Pete. Paulie's on the road. Paulie. Freezing. Paul, good afternoon. Afternoon, boys. Which current Saint is due to play his 250th AFL game this season? Timmy Memories just kicked a beautiful game. Uh, is it Joe Gary? Is it Gary? No, it's not. Bingo. It's, it's his 200th AFL game. By the way, Tim Memories just slotted away from the boundary. Drop punt. Magnificent kick. All right, again, snapping the momentum. Scotty is in uh, Grantville. Don't know where that is. That's on the way to Phillip Island. Ah, lovely. Scotty, which current Saint is due to play his 250th AFL game this season? Uh, nah, you got me. May not all have been Bye with St Kilda, so don't just, you know. the Darby. Mark is in North Dandenong. Not just Dandenong, he's in the north of Dandenong. Any blankets? Marky Mark. Good day, boy. Hey, Mark, which current Saint is due to play his 250th AFL game this season? Oh, I'll have a stab. Is it uh, Zach Jones? No, it's not. I tell you, this That's is stuff for you. No, it's not. No. That's a, not an unreasonable guess. Braden is in uh, Horsham. Free kick, Braden. Hey, boys. Hey, Braden. Hey, Braden. Good no, to hear from you. Sounds like a nice fella. Which it does. Just a, a really sort of yeah. friendly tone. Well, they're good folk out in Horsham. Of course they are. Right Which or current Saint is due to play his 250th AFL game this season, please? Want to play for Hawthorne. Is it oh. Bradley Hill? Well done. I, tell you, I will give you, you told me no, because you've won the Sebs tonight, you've won the 18 holes of golf, and you've also won the $150 golf box voucher thanks to Golf Box. Check them out. Golfbox.com.au. <laughs> Going to talk a bit of Melbourne Mavericks uh, in a moment with Taylor Fraser. Just a couple of little observations here from uh, RSEA Park. Mm -hmm. uh, more about the Bombers than the Saints at the moment, Keith. I've been watching, trying to keep an eye on it, uh, particularly when St Kilda's had the footy um, with the breeze yeah. of putting the Essendon back line under a bit of stress. 
Ah, they have been caught under the footy a lot, the Essendon defenders. Mm. They're trying to play Nick Cox uh, on Timmy Membry. They've given Zach Root a bit of a run around. They're trying the young kid Lewis Hayes in defence, but they have been got out the back of a few times, Essendon. I know that can be their problem defensively. They don't cover... Um, the fastball movement. No, um, Andy, I, you've, been, you've been very generous. It's just been poor at times. It has and been. I'm not a, an expert by any stretch, but gee, quite again, right here. Again, that is just putrid. They're going to have another walking goal here in the goal square. Yet again, they're making an absolute mess of this. Now, it's a, it's a, it's a makeshift Essendon back half at best at the moment. But okay. Um, they have got Dyson Heppel and um, Laverde down there. So they've got to, and, and uh, Andy, Andy McGrath. They've got some experience down there. They have been not uh, turned inside out on occasion. But notwithstanding the talent that's there, so disregard that at the moment, it just looks like they're all, they're it, just not in the right uh, position. It's the structural aspect that's, that I think would be of, of some concern to uh, the Essendon coaching staff mm. here. And uh, Essendon, um, uh, St Kilda, I should say, are taking advantage of it. They continue to pile on the score 15, 10, 100 of the Bombers 5, 8, and 38. It's been it impressive. It feels like the, the wind has completely changed, so it's actually going. It feels yeah. like it's just switched 180. Well, no such issues if you're a Melbourne Maverick, which way the wind's blowing. Oh, well, if no, no, because they play indoors. Well, they do. So they, they grow up worry. playing on the outdoor They course. do, but once they get to the elite level like Taylor oh. Fraser has, yes. uh, either as a New South Wales Swift well, or now as a Melbourne Maverick, mm, that's right. uh, they play indoors in pristine conditions. So it really mm -hmm. doesn't matter which way the wind is blowing. And uh, <laughs> it is a great joy to have Taylor Fraser join us. It is the IMR Insurance Melbourne Mavericks membership week, by the way. Be a Maverick, strong, fearless, a trailblazer. Go to melbournemavericks.com. Taylor Fraser, welcome to the show. Hi guys, thank you for having me. Um, do you feel like do you feel like a Maverick now? You had so much success as a Swift. You're a Sydney girl. You make the big move to come down here. Do you now feel like um, having made the change and um, started to train with your teammates? Do you feel like a Maverick now? Oh I I definitely do. It was a, it was a big change, but I'm loving every moment of it, and I really feel like the culture that we're building um, is very maverick, and I feel like I fit into that well. So yeah, loving my time so far. And, and what, no, I want to know what that means. On what it feels very maverick. I want to know. Oh, get, I know okay. that might just be a. It's a great line, and and I hope there's something to it. What what does that actually mean? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, being willing to, you know, take the next step and, you know, not you don't always have to follow the traditional netball rules. I know I netball's very, it. you know, toe the line and do it right, but I'm really excited to, you know, step out of our comfort zone and meet the new people that want to join on this big journey and I think the girls are well as well are really like, we're a bunch of battlers who have been like sitting on the cusp waiting to get our opportunity and now I feel like with Tracy, we really can, you know, take that next step and I'm excited to be a part of it. That's a great well, answer. it was fun. well. Speaking of that, Andy, uh, and uh, I don't know if you were listening to uh, Tim and Gary yesterday morning. They had your head coach on, uh, Tracy Neville. She's a beauty. And she was. Yeah. They asked her about the culture, and she used the example as what took place. Now I can't remember the, the your teammate's name, who's it's just done her knee, but she said oh, she was yeah. just Sasha Glasgow, just wrapped in the way in which the girls got around her, the way in which they, the club brought her family in. From an administrative point of view and from a player's point of view, she was absolutely gobsmacked by the way in which, in this very short period of time, that they've come to build. This uh, this culture, it must be something. Did, did you do you work on that? Have you done the leadership groups, or is this just a natural part of it all? 
I actually think a lot to do with it is SEN. It's such a slick organisation, and I think that's something that's really exciting Hello. to bring to netball. Thank you. Um, so I'm really enjoying, um, you know, um, being a part of it, and I think Tracy just brings in a good vibe and, you know, inspires yep. us all to, you know, get around each other and stuff like that. Beautiful answer. It is, and it's wonderful that you acknowledge the mighty fine work of people at SEN. Uh, but what, well, you we, should be part of it, Taylor. You can be as big a part of the family yes. here at SEN as you want to be. Yeah, exactly. It's um, an F, as I said before, like it is honestly one of the coolest organisations. And when they were coming as the eighth license, and obviously mm. getting Tracy on board, I was just so willing, and I was so glad that they said yes, and you know we could come to an agreement. So. Just super excited, to be honest. And, and what was that process like? Was that did they actively recruit? Did you come because you're lef, leaving a very very successful program where you, you won a couple of titles? Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. It was it was a tough decision initially, but I just knew that at this time at, at the Swifts, I was playing a lot of wing defence, and I wanted to get back into my more traditional attacking position. Uh, and I thought yes. with a coach like Tracy, who is the Roses coach and international attacking coach. That's exactly where I needed to be to take my netball to the next level. And I, I want to play for the Diamonds, and I think uh, the Mavericks are probably the place where that can come true. So, Taylor, it sounded like there were the Mavs weren't the only uh, club that were interested in um, you know, a, a attracting and acquiring your talents once they realised that your time with the Swifts was up. Why the Mavs? Why the Mavericks? Why did they win... Um, your um, your tick of approval over what maybe the Giants and others were prepared to offer? Yeah, well, the first person that I spoke to was Chris Howley, who's part of our high-performance team. And then, obviously, they brought on Shea Bolton-Brown. And just the way that they spoke about taking netball in a new direction, obviously still tapping into what we have always loved. Netball has been at the forefront of women's sport for so long. But just the idea of, you know, tapping in and doing something a little bit different and, you know, bringing in the bigger crowds and attracting people that we don't normally attract was just, like, something that really inspired me. And I love getting into the community. So when they said we were going to tap into that, that just really was a pull for me as well. Perfect. And uh, when you mentioned Tracy Neville and her style, you're saying she's really aggressive and up-tempo. Can you... From a netball fan standpoint, as I'm watching, what does that actually look like? Yeah, so Tracy being English as well is a bit of a change for me. Obviously, I've been in the Australian pathway and there's a way that the Australians play. So I'm just loving the creativity and just the way that Tracy sees netball. I think it's a little bit different to what I'm used to. And I'm adjusting at times. I'm like, Tracy, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> but I'm really enjoying the challenge and, you know, um, seeing what extra tools I can add to my toolkit that I already have and Taylor so there's the individual um, aspirations to play in the position that you want to play in and you know national aspirations to get you know into the Australian team again and be part of that down the track but a week mm -hmm. like this is and weeks like this are all about getting the um, the brand of the Melbourne Mavericks out there and you know this startup club and being um, being part of something from um, from Ground Zero oh as Max King. Just sorry to buddy, we're in a game of footy here, uh, Taylor. Max King <laughs> has just kicked one from 55 on the burst, and everybody snap. in this it was ground, a snap. yeah, around the body, there are smiles. There's more <laughs> smiles here right now than there were at the Taylor Swift concert on uh, nah, Saturday see, night. You're going too far. Oh, Everybody's don't smiling. know about yeah. that. Did you, yeah, did you go? Too far. Did you go? 
No, it's a really tough conversation. I reckon I spent oh, about no. 20 hours trying to get tickets <laughs> and never had any luck. So, so I, was, I got, I got so I, commiserations on all of that. I did get distracted <laughs> while I was asking you the question when Max King just did what he did. How exciting is it to okay. be part of something brand new and be part of the playing group, who part of whose responsibility is to kind of launch this new club and forge the um, reputation that it hopes to build in the broader sporting community? Yeah, so exciting. As I said earlier, community is something that I'm very passionate about. And I think in Sydney, obviously, I had that grassroots connection. Whereas now I'm just loving the opportunity to, you know, go out and meet new South East Melbourne uh, kids as well. And also just tapping into the adults, because I think at times netball is only promoted to young kids. And I know there's so many netball tragics out there who would just love to, you know, be tapped into and have a lot of support from clubs. And I think at Mavericks and with Shay leading the charge, we're really going to, you know, we're happy to promote to the kids, but we're going to meet the adults and we're going to meet the older people mm. who have loved netball for 60 years. And I think we've got a really good strategy around how we're going to promote the Mavericks and where we're going to promote it. And it's just, it seems to be building really well. We had over it uh, 1.5 K uh, at our last game. So mm. it's going in the right direction. And, and Taylor, it has been a tumultuous time for netball and particularly with the, the playing group. Has that all settled down? Is, it, is there, Has that all been resolved and you're moving on is it, or is there still a bit of bad blood? Ooh. I'm very glad that that's all sorted, to be honest. It was a very challenging time and obviously I had moved to Melbourne as well when we weren't being paid, which is tricky moving into state but it seems to all be sorted now i'm glad that we've come to an agreement and hopefully we can move into the future with you know a bit of better uh yeah. what would you call it better blood <laughs> yes. yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a very nice way of putting it and what about outside of netball taylor is there much time for you to do yeah. other things do you are you studying have you got a profession that you, you're diving into what what else is out there um, occupying your time Yes, yeah, so I'm at uni. I've been at uni for a long time now, just right. amongst, you know, my elite sport. Yes, But I'm yes. very close. I've only got one unit left, so I'm hoping that I can, you know, finish it this year um, in Melbourne, and then I'll be an accredited exercise physiologist. Oh, so nice. okay. hopefully, yeah. hopefully I can get that done. <laughs> and what would you like, if, if, you, if you actually ever have to use that, because hopefully you'll be playing professional netball for a long time to come. But when it does come to time to, to come time to use that degree, what would you do? You see an environment that you'd like to see yourself working in? Yeah, definitely. I'm very passionate about women's health, and you know, at times it can be forgotten. So I definitely can see myself in some form of sector helping women, whether that be in sport and exercise or more mm. in a clinical kind of setting. So anywhere to do with women. And just nice. before I let you go, you, you sound really likeable and a lovely person and you clearly got your head screwed on right. Am I, is it right that you're a Collingwood supporter? I knew this was going to come up, yes. Is it right that I you, you are a Collingwood supporter? Choice. Right. Yes, I've well, been brainwashed my whole life. Well, I didn't get a choice. Well, this <laughs> is you know, a family. Me. Parental sort of interference? Okay. Yeah, yeah, parental interference? Is that, is that why you're, you're barracking for Collingwood? Yes, so my grandpa is a Victorian and has been a Collingwood supporter uh, forever. And then that was obviously passed down to my dad and then on to mm. us. So 
There has been no choice whatsoever in my family to barrack for anyone besides Collingwood. Right, well, so just you, be proud. Don't, don't listen to Andy. You just I'm be right, very I'm proud right. of your yeah, team. They, club. They're doing some very good things. They won the flag. So just, you're a magnificent just, club, yeah. and I'm a Carlton supporter, so I'm supposed to, I'm oh. supposed to do that. Oh. That makes me feel better. I feel like sometimes right. I lose friends when I admit I go for Collingwood. <laughs> no, don't be like if that. You, no. Do you know what a duffel coat is? <laughs> no. Right, so back in the day when I was growing up, You'd have a duffel yeah. coat and you'd wear that to the footy and you'd it's have a big badges. long coat. Yeah, you sort of three quarter coat and oh. it's quite thick with yep. and you'd have badges on it and you'd have a big number of your favourite player on the back of your duffel coat. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you know that if you did have a duffel coat right now and um, it was a Collingwood duffel coat oh. and you're wearing it to the footy, whose number would you have on the back of it? Oh, that's a very hard question. I don't know Nick whether Day I could cross. Sleep between. No, well, I like him, but I'd probably go to Pendles. He's just been yes. off to your side bottom. Because Number they're 10. like, the 2010, the 2010 yep. grand final was probably the best day of my 10-year-old self's life. Yes. <laughs> so probably one of those two because they were there on the day. Mature, mature veterans. I that like is a great answer. You. Yes. Uh, we're, we're very excited about what uh, what the Melbourne Mavericks are bringing to the uh, Melbourne sporting landscape. Mm-hmm. And to our little family here at 1116 SEN and the broader SEN community, Taylor. So uh, more power to you in the lead up to what uh, promises to be a thrilling Super Netball season. It's not too far away now, mate. We appreciate you joining us. And anytime you want to come in and spend some time with us, uh, mm-hmm. just invite yourself in and um, we'll, uh, we'll say good day. Yeah, perfect. Thanks. For, and we'll have to get you to a Mavs game this year, you two. Oh, for sure. Well, well, only we'll if, be there for only sure. Only if we have the appropriate levels of we need uh, merch. merch. We need some merch. We've been putting out the hints oh, for yeah. a long time. Yeah, we need them. Thank you. Yeah, Thank the, you. The, the logo <laughs> and the whole merch looks sensational. The purple and black is a strong it's combination. Beautiful. I love everything yes. about it. Hmm. They've nailed it. So we'll get that to you and then we'll see you at the game. So I love everything Good about you. I love everything about you, Taylor. Thanks for joining us. Good luck with everything. Appreciate your time. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Bye. Taylor Fraser well from done, the Melbourne Taylor. Mavericks. It is the. Uh, Jeez, they've got some good ones. Oh, they have. I tell you, they Hutchies, have. just said, well, "Who are the best media performers?" Get and em. we'll sign them. Get them in. <laughs> now they just, if I can win a couple of games on the way through, that'd be That's even better. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a VFL game here too to keep uh, to keep us occupied. So we'll mm. keep an eye on uh, some of these blokes. It'll be hard to identify one or two of them, Keith, but uh, if we can, uh, and there's any AFL-type uh, action going on here from some of the players, we'll, uh, we'll endeavour to let you know who they are Looks and how like they're going. very young boys out there. Melbourne's uh, newest sporting team is the Melbourne Mavericks. You can find out more about them at melbournemavericks.com. Become got, a member. I officially got hypothermia. Just become a member. It's a super thing to do. You'll feel like you're part of the family. <laughs> So we've got another game of footy about to start here. Sandringham are taking on the Essendon VFL side. So there's a bit to look forward to out here. Wow. A couple of the young Bombers who are going about their pace and a couple of the young Saints in the Sandy team. So well, there is, but in, in fairness, there has been a, uh, a steady flow to the exits. And oh, that's, uh, uh, the uh, attendances have dropped significantly. No doubt. Graham Allen just on the phone. Never stops working as he builds, hopefully, an outstanding list uh, or with in conjunction with other people for the St Kilda Footy Club. And uh, the, the St Kilda fans are just very up and about yes. because a lot of the Essendon players, I don't know if this is punishment or perhaps it's just uh, uh, a worn down process. Doing it as well, so don't make it about that. Well, the fans on the sideline uh, were just seemingly uh, had yeah. some, some, well, they had some feedback for, for, for the, some of the performances. <laughs> That's true. 
Hoy yeah. Julian and some of the players and players didn't seem to take too kindly to that feedback. No, they did not. No, they did not. Julian Stoop is a professional, but he does have a, uh, a leaning towards the Essendon Football Club. A uh, bit of work to do, Julio. Isn't that an, ins- isn't that an insight into Andrew Gaze's coaching then? You've lost a What's practice it? match. Is it punishment? Are they being? Are they having yeah. to run because they've been punished? Yeah, well, well, the St well, Kilda blokes are doing it well, as well. Just exactly. now, no, yeah, no, they're no, ordinary. They're ordinary. And I think you, you hit the, the nail on the head, Andy. You don't really care about the score. You want to get through without injuries. But the ease in the transition of the football from the Saints, yeah, which has been a big, 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 big problem mm. for Essendon for about 10 years, was ordinary today. That was the concern. I mean, if you, if you are going to... You don't get too carried away with the good and you don't get too down about the bad, obviously, unless it's a serious injury. But I would think, uh, Halls, that, that that would be the thing that... If you're leaving, if you've watched this game on the tally or you're leaving um, RSEA Stadium today as an Essendon supporter or an Essendon person, you would be slightly concerned mm. about about that, I would have thought. It doesn't give your defence any chance at all. It doesn't no, matter it who doesn't. you got down there. you got Ben Mackay's come in and Nick Martin was pretty good off half-back, but you can't defend when the ball uh, comes in that easily. So that was a bit disappointing. But they played like this in this game last year and uh, started the season pretty well. So... There's yeah, no reason that. they can't, but uh, in it, interesting, uh, the injury, same game, same injury for Marcus Windhager. It's very odd. And it was about the first quarter last year in that match, he got stood on and hurt his it's hand, and it's 100%. happened again. Yeah, you're 100% right. So, we'll let, look, he's gone off the scans where it led to blue, so we'll keep our fingers crossed with him. He's an emerging player, a really important one. But uh, it's that crop of two, three, four, third, second, th- second, third, and fourth-year players that St Kilda have got now that... Um, they, they look impressive. They're coming through together and um, they add Liam Henry to the mix today who did good a couple player. of nice He's things. a good yeah. player. I remember when, I remember when we yeah. spoke to Bob in his first year at Frio and we said, who's your favourite? And he said Liam Henry. He loved yeah. him uh, as yeah. a person and as a player. So I can see why the Dockers uh, were so disappointed to lose him. And, and listening to Paddy Dow, they, he talks about how many high-speed runners they've got at St Kilda. So yeah. he fits perfectly uh, into their system. So, uh, yeah, a good day good day for the Saints. And to see Mac King fitting and firing as well, uh, that'd yeah, be pretty positive too. Hey, Julio, yes. well, we haven't spoken a lot about the Hawks. And I, Andy and I had promotional obligations this morning. So We're playing uh, golf, yeah. Well, well, they were promotional for the correct. Don't have to be playing, like so, that. Yeah, exactly. well, I'm just know. trying to raise some funds for the kids. That's, yeah, but yeah. Um, but no, but they were <laughs> had to do it. But <laughs> well, I, I don't know why they had to turn on us like <laughs> that. <laughs> exactly. I just said you were playing gold. There was no negative connotation to it. Oh, there was. There was just a, a bad undertone to what you were, <laughs> the way you delivered it. But uh, so I don't know. But I, I heard that there might have been yet another injury. Mario Chol might have uh, nah, looked to worry. Done his shoulder. No, nah, looked to worry at the time. He went off uh, clutching the sort of arm slash wrist slash arm area. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, uh, he came back on and completed the game. So it looks like there's no injuries uh, in that game. And uh, apart from uh, who we were just talking about, then Windhager. And and you said Josh Battle had uh, a bit of ice on the back of the knee. Didn't look like too much out of that game as well, which is good. No, just before halftime, he was involved in a marking contest up against the boundary. And 
he knocked his knee and it looked like knee on knee and he was he was hobbling around for about 60 seconds started the third quarter on the ground with his knee bandaged but then they took him off quite quickly thereafter he's clearly still feeling it and he's finished the game with it that left knee of his quite heavily bandaged and um covered in ice so it was hard to identify what part of the knee it was the initial contact looked like it was a front of knee sort of pcl type um knee on knee uh but let's hope that it's at the very minor end of all of that and uh, he, he's become a really important player for the Saints over the last couple of years as well. So we'll keep an eye on him in the next couple of days and hopefully uh, he gets out of this one unscathed. He has. Uh, we, so just before we get to the news, uh, our hot yep. property segment, we didn't get to it yesterday for O'Brien Real Estate. Uh, if you're selling oh, yes. your property this year, obre.com.au. North Melbourne were on the, on the poll yesterday. So the three players that were up for grabs were Colby McKercher. Your boy, Georgie Wardlaw. My boy. And the slim down Cam Zerha. And I'm telling you what, your boy has saluted comfortably. 59% McKercher, 38%, and just three for Cam Zerha. But George Wardlaw, exciting the North Melbourne fans heading into 2024. I'm very excited about him. He's just a proper footballer. Mm. And he's old-fashioned. He's got hairy legs. He doesn't care about his hairstyle. He puts his socks are all over the joint. He tucks his jumper in. He wears black boots. There's a lot to like about him, Keith. Oh, yeah, that's that's for sure. But um, most oh, importantly, he's Don't a... Don't just No, him. I, I love him. Uh, the, above, There's some kid playing for the Kansas the... Jayhawks. He'd be all over it. <laughs> Johnny, Joey Furphy. Johnny Furphy's Johnny gonna, Furphy. Can we talk about him after the news? There's a boot. I put you on there, Oh, you didn't even know what I told you today. You were shocked. You said, oh, no. Well, no, we'll continue this conversation after the latest from the newsroom, please. Mm-hmm. It's 28 minutes to well, five. Well, I don't know the bona fides of 28 what minutes to okay. five. It is uh, 26 minutes to five. We are handing you over to the call team in New Zealand mm. uh, at the top of the hour for the second of the T20 internationals. Australia taking on New Zealand. Uh, what a spectacular game the first game was. You don't want to miss this one. If it's going to be a repeat of that, uh, if you're in the car, listen or on the wireless, 1116 SEN, two or the uh, or the worldwide app. Uh, it is uh, worldwide web or the app or whatever it yeah. is. You know what I'm talking about. The WWA, the is it? That's the one. That's the one. Well, don't forget the digital. What about it? The digital broadcast, crystal clear. Will not hear a single crackle. That's the app, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's what I was talking no, about. No, digital. When you're in the car, you hey, put the... Um, did you, before we get on to uh, our, our basketballer and Cam Myers, I want to quick, quickly talk about, and I know we're going to get to Alicia Froling a, a bit later on. Did you see the story that the AMOs, the Victorian Amateur Football Association, they've got 13,000 there or thereabouts players registered uh, on their various, uh, the, on the books of the various clubs in the AMOs. Mm. Did you see that they are considering an automatic 28-day uh, concussion protocol? I, I did, did see, see Yeah, that. no, I did see that. I did see that. And I heard uh, Dr. Alan Pierce on with Sam Edmund this morning, who is, he is big on there should be no contact sport prior to children being 14 years of age. That's his recommendation. No, well, no, but what if it, what about just uh, modify, because they have, the AFL has modified the games for the youngsters a lot. But, no, now, but they're still allowed to tackle at 12, 13 years of age. He, he doesn't believe they should be tackling. Okay. All right. How did that go down with the uh, SEN community when uh, when that was mentioned? Yeah, a bit, by of, Dr. bit of everything. A bit of everything. Oh, is, is the worry with, with that, and he, he knows what he's talking about, not questioning what he's no, talking about, is not. the worry about if, if they're not doing full contact and things like that, tackling until they're 14, 
four, four, you know, four years later, they could be playing in the AFL. Have they been trained well enough no, in protecting no. the body and protecting no. themselves from hits and how to no, enter a contest if they're not starting that until they're 14 years of age? No, they haven't. No, they haven't. Oh, no, I don't, they I don't, haven't. no, I disagree. No, I, I think you can no. still no. Th- learn the vast majority of the fundamentals of the game to avoid, to help you avoiding some of those no, issues no. that you might find. And then you add tackling in later on. I think it's got some merit. I think, I know it's not going to be a popular view, but Andy, the, the, you can't ignore what's happening in, in, res, in regards to two things. One is the actual injuries and the potential long-term problems. Uh-uh. And two is just making sure that parents feel comfortable with their kids playing. No, I understand all of that. I understand all of that. But teach them how to tackle properly and teach them how to avoid... You can tackle properly and still cause no. some problems. And teach them how to... But no, no. Yeah, well, it, but it, Alan, unless I'm mis- misunderstanding what mm. Hulu has just said, we're being the, the recommendation is no contact, uh, in no deliberate contact mm. in football under the age of until the age of fourteen. Well, you are going to learn bad habits. You are going to learn how oh. not you are. You are going to learn. I thought he's just you. I thought apologies because I thought Julio was saying, well, they're just going to. Uh, eliminate the tackling, you'd still have, you know, the contact yeah, there's going to be a, in, in, like accidental bump, like yeah. human contact that we have yeah. in a game of footy all the time. But I, I, I agree with Julio. I think, I think we've got to be so... There, there's a reckoning coming here. And, and that is we understand the health issues and more so this week, obviously, with Angus Brayshaw. And, you know, it continues. When you Someone see, who's 14 doesn't. Not, what, sorry, so what, what I'm saying is, is that it, if you're that young, you, you're just playing. You don't no, no, know that. No, no, I'm talking of the bigger picture here now, right? So Alan Pierce can say that, right? And he thinks that's a good idea, and it probably is a good idea. But the reckoning is this. The, the, the fundamental aspects of this game, Australian rules football, that we need to protect to make sure that it is still the game that we have grown up loving and playing and again, the challenges, and again, the tests, um, on so many different levels. The reckoning, the reckoning will be, in light of what's happening with people's, you know, now that we understand what's happening with people's brains, what elements of this game we want to protect, and they are sacred, and and no matter what happens no, but it's, anywhere it's else, what age you want to protect them. Well, at. I know, but I think I agree with Julio's point. I, I, I think the question that that. Um, Julio mentioned, uh, asked before about if we're only going to have four years of contact footy allowed before they're going to get players are going to get drafted into an AFLW or an AFL situation, have they got enough natural, um, instinctive capacity to protect, mm-hmm. um, to deal with what comes at a level like this? No, I, ideally, you're 100% spot on, and I agree with you, but when you're now trying to find ways to uh, deal with the issues that Mid- mitigate. Are, no, I understand. Yeah, then, yeah. then I, I think that it's as disappointing as it is. Then it's something that you got to that needs to be considered. Other than what some people, you know, where you just put a blanket over it all and and change the game to all those things that you're talking about. I think if you can just find a, a balance in there that gives a, a better chance of protecting those really young developing mind, uh, um, then. Why wouldn't you do it? Well, for all the reasons that Julio just mentioned before. But I don't think you, you, you're compromised. You're still going to get a lot from the time you're under 14, under 
14 years of age, you're still going to be learning those skills. Anyway, Rod's playing the music. That means we're going to get to the break. Alicia right. Froling's going to join us. Uh, it's big time in the WNBL. We're going to find out more about that. We're here for Berwick BMW. They offer convenient servicing for your BMW. Next day availability and multiple transportation options. It's 14 minutes to 5. Week 16 of 16 in the WNBL and it has come down to a thrilling conclusion, particularly for our team, the Bendigo Spirit, of course. They win. They are in tomorrow night to the playoffs. It is very exciting. Alicia Froling's one of the stars of the Bendigo Spirit, thanks to Stern's showcase Jewelers, proud supporters not only of the Bendigo Spirit, but also Alicia Froling, specifically, if you don't mind. Uh, and Alicia's been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, uh, Alicia, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, this is very exciting tomorrow night. Yeah, when, when you know uh, that the destiny is in your hands, uh, you control uh, the outcome of the rest of your season. <laughs> if you win tomorrow night against the Lynx, you are playing playoff basketball. How exciting is this? Yeah, um, it's really exciting. Um, we started the season 0-4, so we've won the past five games in a row, which has just been awesome. We've kind of been playing playoff basketball for the past five games. Um, so I think we're really well prepared, and, yeah, it's really awesome. And it's the Perth Lynx who, uh, they have had an up-and-down season because early on they were very strong, but uh, lost their way. But they, as I see this ladder, and it is very hard to, with all the different with the different games going, to figure out, but they're not, they need things to go their way, but they'll be going full tilt too because they mathematically could possibly still make it as well. Yeah, um, I think there's uh, six of the eight teams mathematically can make it. Um, but we're one of the teams that the destiny is totally in our hands. Um, mm. So I think that's just our biggest focus right now. You know, we win, we're in. So, Alicia, tell us about the turnaround. These are relatively short seasons, and at 0-4, uh, it's, looking, it's looking pretty dire, but you find yourself in this situation now. How, how has the group turned it around? Um, I think that one of the biggest things was we had Kelsey Griffin out for those first few games. And then we just hadn't found our rhythm as a team. Um, fortunate that we play with, like, the whole group is really a bunch of really awesome women. Um, you know, those first 0-4, I think that's when cracks can start to show. And they didn't. We just trained hard every day. We knew what we could do. And we just kind of stuck to, stuck to the process, I guess. So it's really exciting. And it's good that, you know, the wind started coming. And I know you don't want to put the cart before the horse here and, you know, get ahead of yourselves. You've got to get mm -hmm. the job done tomorrow night. But you mentioned you've been playing, you've sort of been in this kind of um, survival mindset in the last five or six games. How battle-hardened does that have you have the group, do you think, for what lies in store not only um, tomorrow but, but fingers crossed thereafter in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think we've just been playing really good basketball. I think we trust each other a lot. I think we play really good team basketball too, so that takes the pressure off. It's not like we rely on one, you know, specific person all the time. Um, obviously, we have great players. Um, so, and I think we just have a lot of trust in each other. So, yeah, it's exciting because we've found our form and I think we've found the formula that works really well for us. So, yeah, win tomorrow and then can't wait to see what happens. So we had Kelly Wilson on the show a couple of weeks ago on the eve of her 450th WNBL game, and she's just been an absolute legend of the caper for a long time here in Australia. What's it like to, you know, get the take advantage of her wisdom, to suit up alongside her week in, week out, and um, learn from somebody who's seen so much basketball? 
Oh, it's so amazing. She's she'll hate me saying this, but I actually was a floor wiper for her when she played in Townsville, and I was like ten years old. Um, so like, just oh, that's her awesome. knowledge, yeah, just the knowledge that she has of the game, just the little things that she says, the way that she'll be like, do this in a play, and we'll score a basket. She's just so amazing, so smart, such a great teammate too. I don't think she gets enough credit for what she has done for. Australian basketball, so definitely soaking up all that I can from her. And uh, your own form, as uh, you, you look at your stats, you, you've had a, a really solid season yourself. You're happy with the way you've been able to go about it this season? Yeah, really happy. Um, I think I've really enjoyed playing with this team, and it's just been a really great environment where I've been able to do what I'm really good at, um, and yeah, the results have come from that. And what about representing, you know, Benny, I know you come from Townsville, you know, you know what it's like to um, represent, you know, a, a tight community up there. Um, tell us what it's like to, you know, be flying the flag for the Bendigo basketball faithful on a, on a weekly basis. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, a smaller community, so everyone gets around each other, everyone supports us. I um, mean, you, know, you go to the shops and people say something, they recognise us, so it's just good and hope to see, like, heaps of people from Bendigo basketball there tomorrow night. And you, and you go on. I was just going to ask, uh, you know, you've come from a very famous family oh, and, and yes. Harry's had his challenges with the, the heady, the, um, well, I don't know what they call it these days. What do they call that punch when you, you know, but how is Harry going anyway? Yeah, he's doing good. Um, obviously, really horrible situation that he's been through. Um, mm. And he's still finding his feet with a lot of stuff. Um, fortunately, you know, we still have him here and there's no yeah. major long-term stuff that we know of just yet. So he's, it's still a process and he's still working through a lot of stuff, but he's doing pretty good. Mm. The well, coward punch yeah, I was the coward talking punch, about. Of course, horrible, terrible uh, stuff. Terrible story. I thought you were going to ask about Sam. I mean, the Froling oh, family. Sam's just absolutely... Just well, there's Froling's playing uh, playoff basketball all over the place <laughs> potentially here in Australia right, right now. Um, and they're coming from a long way back and it's great to see them doing what they're doing. Um... Alicia, but I mean, are you a believer if you just sort of cast your mind to the NBL for a minute? Are you a believer that, the, that Illawarra might be able to upset a few of the big dogs on the way through? Yeah, I think, I actually think it's quite a similar situation to us in that they seem yeah. to have a really great group as well and they all kind of get around each other. Um, and obviously, Tatum's done an awesome job with mm. that team. Um, so I do, I think that they're a really solid unit and I think that they definitely can cause some upsets. Well, we wish you and your teammates all the very best. Uh, you've got a special place in the hearts of everybody My in see in the Bendigo uh, spirit, of course, and we're wishing you, uh, after this really spirited, no pun intended, run through the second half of the season, uh, that you get the result you thoroughly deserve tomorrow night and you're going and make some real waves come those WNBA playoff, uh, WNBL playoffs. Good luck. Thanks for joining us and congratulations so far on the season that you've been able to put together. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. All the best. Alicia Fry. Good on you, Alicia. Us. Good luck. Thanks to Stern Showcase Jewelers, proudly serving the Bendigo community. Visit them today mm -hmm. uh, at their Killian's Walk or Marketplace stores in Bendigo. <laughs> and what about that? You mentioned, we just oh. talked about our man Tatum. Just we had him on 5 o'clock yesterday. And what did he do? About 45 minutes ago, I asked him, oh, have you signed Probably. your contract? He signed his three-year contract. Get rid of the word interim. Well, he left us hanging. He could Get have given us the heads up. Spot on, he could have. Thank you. Oh, that's disappointing. Seven minutes to five. <laughs>